everybody. Welcome to Hungry Cat Daily with Nick and Lance. But now it's just Nick because Lance uh, is busy right now. I uh, Maybe someday, I, no, I'm sure someday he'll come back and explain why he's busy. But for now, it's just me. And uh, right now I'm covering Fantastic Fest in Austin, Texas, the country's biggest genre film festival. And for some reason, our Garfield podcast was given press credentials to this film festival. And so we're, we're talking to some the people involved in the festival today, talking to Rob Tancham, uh, who a, is a comedian and actor and uh, songwriter, musician, uh, who is involved in a, a short film playing at the festival. Can you tell us a little bit about the, about the short film, Rob? Yep. Uh, hey, hey, listeners. My name is Rob Tancham, and I'm all those things that Nick described. Um, Yep, the short is called Sucks to be the Moon. It's an animated short film musical. Uh, it's basically about the moon who's sort of like a sad sack who thinks that everyone hates him because whenever he comes out, they all go to bed and they don't want to do any any activities like during the daytime. So he's kind of got a jealousy of the sun uh, who's played by Steph Shu, who's incredible. And uh, yeah, so he basically leaves Earth to go find himself out in space and boy, the hijinks ensue. Uh, so this is, a, it's playing at the at the Fantastic Fest this week. Uh, it's a part of the feature playing before Unicorn Wars. So if you haven't been in Austin, you can probably come by and get a ticket for the second showing sometime next week. Uh, look at the Fantastic Fest website. It, 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 what's the future for a short film like this? Will eventually will it be online for for people to see? Uh, yeah, I don't know. This is my first time uh, entering something in a in a bunch of festivals, so obviously those are some rules. If you reach out to any of us, it's possible <laughs> to get a private link. I mean, we'll, <laughs> we'll clue you in. Um, well, at least they can follow your Instagram. You'll probably like put something out there when it when people are able to see it right yeah absolutely um that's what, uh, at rob tantrum um, but also at eric paperth or at tyler march who are the director and animator of it and uh who are way better at being on social media than i am so <laughs> it's at tyler j march Yep. Okay. Well, and we'll put some, uh, we'll put that information in the show description, but I also want to talk to you about Garfield. Did you grow like up it. reading Garfield? Or are you, did you have the, the fat cat packs, those books that they, that they put the, every library in, the, in every school in America? I definitely grew up reading Garfield. I don't know that I owned, you know, the big, I, I had a lot of like Gary Larson comics uh, okay a different genre kind of, of comic kind of a comic comic strip snob oh really <laughs> oh, you are, i would say yeah. no i'm just no i'm just kidding I, I loved i loved far side too yeah, yeah yeah and um but no i obviously grew up garfield is a colossal iconic figure so he's the people's knowing, comic yeah, of course uh and i remember uh, definitely there was an animated show Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that was huge for me. You're a little, you're a little bit younger than me, so maybe it was didn't bloom quite as large for you as it did for me. It might have been off the air by the time you were watching TV. 
I was watching Young. I started. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. No, I can. I was gonna say I could picture what the <laughs> the cartoon looks like, but it looks exactly like the comic, so that's not very <laughs> <Yeah>. impressive. <laughs> Although now if you watch like there's the Garfield cartoons and they're like 3D animated, but mm-hmm. you know, like the kind of crappy 3D, like they kind of look like Toy Story One, just like right. very early 3D technology. That's like the best they can, the most money they'll spend on Garfield for whatever reason. Yeah. And I didn't ever see any of the the big mo- movies. Right. Like, starring uh Breck and Meyer. Oh, Breck and Meyer. <laughs> yeah. But Bill Murray as Garfield, but Breck and Meyer as John. But- Mainly a Breck and Meyer vehicle. <laughs> yeah. He's certainly number one on the call sheet. Well, because Bill Murray wasn't on set. <laughs> right. Maybe he um, did go on set. Maybe Bill Murray went on set just to read lines for uh to read the other side of the of the dialogue with with uh Breck and Meyer. I wouldn't be surprised. He seems like pretty unpredictable. Maybe he just <laughs> wandered onto a set not knowing it was the Garfield set. Yeah. So I wandered into the kitchen, started making drinks for everybody. Yeah, for why is Bill Murray making John Arbuckle a drink? Um, <laughs> yeah, did you? You've probably have you heard the 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 story? I think it's an apocryphal story. Supposedly, the reason that Bill Murray agreed to do the Garfield movie was because he thought it was being directed by the Cohen brothers, but it was actually a different Ethan Cohen or a different oh. Joel Cohen. Either way, it was spelled slightly differently. Like one, the Cohen brothers, I think don't have an H and this cone did have an H he claims that's why he did the movie I think it's just just one of the money maybe yeah I don't know what I mean I thought he did it because doesn't his voice sound a lot like the original Garfield person and everyone thought that was Bill Murray anyway yeah I, I mean in this about yeah I think that's iteration. definitely why that's something why they tried to get him right I I this is something that's come up before but uh, so Lorenzo Music played Garfield in the cartoon. Right. Uh, you know Lorenzo Music? I know the name. Yeah, yeah. He, my, he, he was like my a, parents. Uh, I think once lived in a building with him, and whoa, in New York City, in New York City, or something. You know, this is one of those stories that your parents tell over and over about, like, oh, Lorenzo Music, and he left a voice message on our machine. Whoa, and so they had that. I think I'm probably misremembering the story. I haven't heard it in a since my youth, but do, so that's why still, I know Lorenzo music because I've heard that name so many times from the story. That's huge because uh, the thing that he's probably most famous for, maybe next to Garfield, was that he played Carlton the doorman on mm-hmm. the Rhoda show. Right. So he was always like talking to her through like. I guess it's not a voice memo or answering machine message or whatever. It was oh, the, maybe that's what the story is. Maybe he that they watched Rhoda in the doorman. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> but it was the guy from Car. I know that I'm crossing my wires on this story, but yeah. what well, is? It is the same guy. Yeah, but he also he also played Bill Murray's role in the Ghostbusters cartoon. He played. Uh, so he played Bill Murray's role, and then Bill Murray played his role in Garfield two decades later or so. Sort of like an acting 69. Yeah, an acting 69. I was going to say sort of like uh, uh, that Lincoln Kennedy thing with secretaries. Right. Yeah, <laughs> but which is sort of a presidential 69. Um, yeah. Okay, Rob, we've babbled on too much. We're going to move on to the recap. So, Rob, this is 
the Garfield comic strip that came out on November 11th, 1992, the very day you were born. So this is, this is kind of like, Oh, this is kind of like the horoscope in a way, or like a, you're like your astrological sign. I feel immediately drawn to it, connected to it. (laughs) I feel like it describes me. (laughs) Well, speaking of describe Rob, would you please describe this first panel? Sure. So here's John Arbuckle. And I can't tell what type of faces he's making, but it looks a little bit devious. And he's holding up like a trophy plaque um, where you would mount an animal's head. And it's a little bunny's head. And Garfield is sitting there. And now I'm going to read what he's saying. Uh, John Arpuckle is saying, you know, Garfield, a macho man has a trophy wall of wild game. And I think so the first joke that's striking me is that it's not very macho to kill a little rabbit. It's a cute little rabbit. Okay. And then Garfield says in his mind, because he's thinking it, that's not an animal. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, I think you're right. It is I think funny. He's, it's- he's thinking the same, jo- the same thing that's unusual as, as I am. Yes. I also think it's odd. Like this, usually when you have one of these plaques, don't you have like, the skull of the animal or is it really like because this is like a full-on fluffy bunny head right like it well, must I'm be taxidermy like a, like a big deer with antlers and right. yeah i guess they do have they usually do have like a taxidermy deer head right or mm-hmm. is it i guess it could be either one right the skull with the antlers or but the... nick i want to ask you how would you describe this facial expression of john <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this I think you hit the nail on the head with devious, uh, but I, I don't think that's what the author intended or the uh, the artist intended. Uh, Jim Davis himself. I think it's. I think maybe I, it looks devious, but based on what he's saying, I think it's more like uh, uh, he's trying to impress Garfield. What's the word for that when you're trying to impress somebody? Um, I don't you're know. like a you're like a wordsmith guy, right? Yeah, I know, and and now I'm I'm blanking on it. Where can uh, people find your 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 music, by the way? Is it on SoundCloud, Spotify? Uh, yep, I have stuff on SoundCloud. I have stuff on Spotify, SoundCloud. I have a few more things because it's you know samples and stuff that I didn't bother to clear. Um, <laughs> I think yeah. you can just Google Rob Tantrum, and you can find that stuff. That's how I found it earlier today. Yep, it'll come up. Some things on YouTube. Um, wow. So is this a one-panel comic? No, 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 no. We're we're. <laughs> oh my god! Because I was really... panel by panel. Okay, thank God, because I <laughs> I didn't want to. I was like, I don't know that this is having that profound of an effect on me. You're having you're stuck in that far side mode, where... right? <laughs> <laughs> you're in that comic strip snob mode, like a you're like a a, a comic strip can only be one panel. No, Rob, a comic strip can actually be kind of like anything you want it to be. Wow. Which is what, in this case, it's always three panels, unless it's a Sunday, then it's a few more. But anyway, let's move on to panel two. <laughs> wow. Speaking of crazy faces, <laughs> this is another <laughs> weird one from John. Uh, do you want to describe this one, Rob? His face or the whole thing? Let's just the whole thing. The whole thing. Uh, John Arbuckle is, is, speaking and his eyes are closed as if he's saying something very important he's saying i bagged this aussie jackrabbit at 200 yards in the outback 
Oh, here's a funny joke. And then Garfield's thinking, that's your old bunny slipper. Okay. So he's you think identified that's true? it as as not as not really a, a rabbit, but as a slipper. And I I'm, I'm honestly not sure who to believe here because if that is really a bunny slipper, like who does John think he's fooling? Garfield. <laughs> That's true. He's fooling his he's attempting to fool his cat. He's a sad man, John Arbuckle. I don't know if yeah. you if you've picked up on that since you've like in your history with Garfield, but John is that's kind of John's defining attribute is he's a sad, pathetic man. He seems pretty lonely. Yes, yes. I mean, even if this were a real rabbit, why why is he uh, showing off to his cat like this? Exactly. You know? I do you ever do you have any pets, Rob? Um, not at the moment, um, but I'm a definite dog person, hmm. and uh, have some dogs in my life who are like children to me, but not my own. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I, I, I'm of course a dog dude. I have Lenny here sitting on my lap, and I do talk to Lenny, but it's more like, what? What do you want? That's probably the thing I say to her the most. Right. What, what? Why are you scratching at my leg like that? That's come I didn't up a lot mean today. To talk down to people who speak to animals. Obviously. No, 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 no. It's just this particular. Yeah, bragging, kind of it's, presenting a yeah. trophy, trying to impress your your animals yeah. is strange. I mean, he wants to be the dominant person in the relationship with your dog. At least I don't know. If that's the same with cats. But you want your dog to respect you and uh, and follow your lead. So maybe so, maybe I should present my hunting trophies to my dog just to show her that yeah, I could I I can also kill other <laughs> I can kill other animals. So you better watch out. Is I guess what I would be saying there. But anyway, oh, one of the things. Do you think John actually went to the outback? Do you think John actually went to Australia? I don't believe it. You know it's. One panel at a time, it's hard to get a, a real strong grip on <laughs> what is real, what is, who's talking, who's talking. Who's the reliable trash. narrator here? Yeah, I, don't I don't know. Because you would know. think that Garfield has the kind of look of like the 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 straight man, the person who's the voice of reason. Yeah. And he's thinking something. And usually, you know, this, the thinking thing is the subtext, the real what's going on. Versus the person who's speaking in this kind of look at John's face, like this yeah. high flutin, you know, very pompous way. So I don't, he, I don't know who to trust. <laughs> well, something we've discovered as we've started, as we've, as we've read these Garfield comic strips panel by panel is that when you do that, it kind of sucks all the life and joy out of, out of these <laughs> comic strips. If there ever was need to begin with, because they're mostly not good. Um, but the 90s are kind of the sweet spot for me. This is like this is the Garfield I grew up reading. I was a little a little boy. I'm sure I was Can a little I boy ask, reading this this comic strip the very day you were born, Rob. Wow. Can I ask, is this a normal color palette with the hot pink and the lime green? Well, yeah, I, I'd say it's okay. pretty normal. It, it's kind of the thing is though, like when these first ran in newspapers, all the daily comic strips, the right. only the Sunday strips had any color in them at all they were they ran in black and white right and then they are colored in years later and you can like if i looked up this comic strip on the garfield website it would probably have different colors altogether. 
So they, do you think that Jim Davis times. intended for it to have these colors? I think probably pretty close because if you look at the Sunday comic strips, they do kind of have these like fuchsia, hot pink, okay. or hot green. Like it's, it's he's all over the place with the color palette. I, yeah, I, I guess maybe just because it pops out more on the newspaper page. I don't know. I see. I'm bringing in my kind of ignorant misconceptions about what Garfield looks like. So yeah, well, you, you th- for- you're used to the far side. It's all very, uh, mm-hmm. very uh, bland color palette. Very true to life. Yeah, uh, Garfield is bigger than life. Wow. Uh, that's probably like something. There's probably like a. I probably used to have a folder that I would take to school with a picture of Garfield on it, and he would say like, "I'm bigger than life." Anyway, do you ever have any Garfield merch, Rob? That's something we 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 always like to ask our guests. Did you grow up with Garfield pencils? Do you have any Garfield stickers? I don't think so. Or did I, you no, just have? Did you do you have like a trapper keeper with uh, the cow from the far side on it? And you know, uh, the only like merch I really grew up with and was always attracted to a Simpsons stuff. Oh yeah. You know, I had Simpsons lunch boxes and Simpsons slippers and the Simpson toys, which I still have now. That that became a pretty big obsession early on. And I don't know that I ever really went down a comic strip merch hole. When did that's what you call it, right? <laughs> Yeah, Marshall. When did yeah. you stop? When did the Simpsons fall out of your life, or are they still in your life? Um, I feel like they fell out of my life sometime in high school because wow. I got it because it was kind of like a it got bad. I mean, it was already pretty bad before. That, yeah, right? yeah, and I wasn't watching regularly, and you know other. Other things were going on. And then I think more recently in the past, like five years or so, and then definitely with Disney Plus, which is like I've rewatched all the Simpsons a couple times. And what do you wait? What do you mean all the Simpsons? Like all like the up seasons. until up, up until how up until like the present season? Um so I think I on the first one, I went all the way to the present. And wow. then once I went back to a repeat, I think I only went up to like season 10 or 11 or. Do you feel like the, those newer seasons are still good? Newer, I mean, like within the last 20 years, I guess. Um, You know, I feel like with episodes, with seasons of The Simpsons, it's sort of like SNL where there are different eras of it. Right. And right. I definitely prefer older eras. Because, I mean, you have to think like the whole writing room turns over. Yeah. Um, Although there's still some people there that were there like in the 90s. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've enjoyed episodes into later seasons than people still find, you know, acceptable. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, I'll be like, no, there's some good stuff in season 18 or whatever. Um, But I don't think... I'm not super familiar with the last, the last batch of Simpsons episodes. Well, I mean, you're more familiar than me. Anyway, let, let's move on to panel three. John is continuing what he said in the last strip, which we've completely lost the momentum of. <laughs> uh, he's saying, at no small risk to life and limb, you know, referring to, uh, 
when he hunted it in in the outback. And then uh, Garfield, who now has the plaque in his hand and is inspecting it closer up, is reading in loving memory of Lefty. As a quote that's on it. So yeah, so so this is pointing to the the reality that this is his uh his slipper. Okay, thank you, uh Rob, for for describing it. Let's move on to wow, it's been so long since uh I've done this, but I believe the next segment is ratings. Rob, if you had to give this a rating on the grade of uh, zero to five trays of lasagna, what do you think you would do? What do you think you'd give it? You know, did you know Garfield is into lasagna, by the way? That I very much know. I know he likes lasagna and I like lasagna, although not as big of a fan of lasagna as I am of baked ziti in terms of a, you know, better texture pasta that gets baked in kind of a pan. If Garfield, you know, that might have been the thing for me. If Garfield was really into baked ziti, if that was his <laughs> thing, maybe I would have like, you know, never picked up a Gary Larson far side or watched <laughs> The Simpsons. I would have just been like, yeah, this guy is relatable. He loves baked ziti just like me. Um, but in terms of pans of lasagna, I don't know. I mean, maybe like a one point. 1.4 pans of lasagna. Wow. First of all, thank you for uh, including Decimal Place. We do like to go to uh, Decimal Place, uh, one or two Decimal Places to give it some precision. But I am, I got to say, I'm shocked here that you went so low because this well, is about as good a... as it gets. <laughs> that's, that's a little disappointing. I don't have a point of reference because I haven't been you know, taking in Garfield comment comics so yeah, much for sure, just, but just out of the, what I imagined like a, a banger Garfield comic would be like the five, the proverbial five of Garfield comics. This is, this is not really <laughs> touching that yet because as we said, it's, it's a little bit confusing. I mean, okay. We've zoomed out. Yes. Still. It's not totally clear. Obviously, we both know in comedy, labeling a comedy idea is the very funny thing to do. You don't need the audience to be trying to figure out what is supposed to be funny. And I feel like with this, I'm tr- I'm figuring out who is the reliable narrator, who's, you know, I, I just don't feel like I get it. <laughs> I think I'm probably at a I'm probably you're probably at a disadvantage because you don't know these characters as well as as I do, having sure. read it at this point 372 Garfield comic strips for this podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, because I was kind of uh, leading you along there. I, the truth is, I knew John was ma- I knew John was making this shit up. I, I knew that Garfield's a smart uh, one. John's the idiot. Okay, um, so maybe that kind of helped me uh, grasp a little bit more. But yeah, it's not great, but it is pretty good for a Garfield comic. So I'm, I'm going to give it. <laughs> I mean, it's funny that he mounted his slipper. I mean, it's not that funny, but for a Garfield right. comic, it's kind of funny. So I'm going to give it a 3.7, uh, 7, 6. Okay. Can I just take a moment now that I'm looking at it fully? Let me just do a full read through. Okay, my, sure. Silently. Okay. <laughs> 
and I'll just kind of narrate your read through. So Rob is reading the comic strip at this point. Uh, looks like he's in the middle panel right now. Okay, now oh, I finished. He's done. He's done. Yeah. Okay. You know, when you read it, it has a little bit more flow. Yes. Um, so maybe I would bump up to like a, I'm still pretty on the low end, like a 2.1. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And that's or maybe 1.9 even. I'll go 1.9 because he, I, I don't want you to like doubt yourself. You know, if the first guess is, is probably the right one. Yeah. I guess uh, with comedy, you know what you think is funny. Yeah. 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 I mean, let's be honest. Neither of us laugh. Well, actually, I think I kind of did laugh a little bit. <laughs> I thought his face was funny in that second panel for sure. Uh, but yeah. Not to take it to a dirty place, but it does look like he's getting sucked off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that wasn't what I was thinking, but you're right. But you're right. That second panel does look like he's getting sucked off. But uh, Rob, real quick, let's move on to this next segment. Naming. This is just where we give the, this comic strip a name. Like if you had to distill this comics, this particular strip down, what would you call it? What would you label it? Just like um, just a couple words. Small game trophy. Small game trophy. Okay. And now bunny let's slipper. Move on. Oh, bunny slipper delusion. Bunny slipper delusion. Okay. Great. And now let's move on to ranking. This one comes in under 131 of the uh, 373 Garfield comics looked at. And and how do you deal with the ranking? Is it uh, average of R2 rankings? Yes, that's essentially it. And I just, yeah, I did it wrong. <laughs> <But> <laughs> It's right around there anywhere. Um, yeah. Or did I do it right? Maybe I did do it right. Yeah. I think I did do it right. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I have an average of, of our two scores and 2.838 comes in right around 131, okay. um, which is on the high side of average. So it's not bad. What would you title this? <laughs> oh, wow. Interesting question. I never, I actually, Almost never title these comic strips. It's usually my co-host Lance or our guest. So okay. you kind of put me on my put me on my heels here. Um, <laughs> I didn't even I didn't know that there was a title. Uh, okay, let me okay. see. I, maybe I call it. I mean, I like Bunny Slipper Delusion. Okay, Bunny um, Slipper Delusion. See, I just I, I I'm I don't know what a Garfield title sounds like because again, I'm not a avid reader. I mean, I'll, I'll read you some. Some of the ones we've come up with before. Uh, yeah, please. Uh, Turtleneck PJs, John's Cherry Pie, Garfield's a Clonker, Whistler's Cat, Trippin' Balls, Womp, there it is, uh, Mojo Jojo, Michigan J Dog, Looking Odie Sweater, Ready Player Dumb. So just pretty much random nonsense. That <laughs> okay, cool. Makes no difference. So yeah, Bunny Slipper Delusion fits right in there. Um, yeah, I, I love it. Rob, thank you for joining us on Hungry Cat Daily. This is the first episode we've done in like a month or so. Uh, and uh, it was good to have, have you on and get to catch up with you a little bit. Catch up yeah, with you? I don't know if I ca- caught up with you so much as we talked about a 30-year-old comic strip. But, uh, well, we caught yeah, up with how it. we felt about this comic strip. Yes, yes. 
It's been so long since we talked about how we felt about this comic strip. No, I'd, I'd been meaning to, ca- to catch up with you about how you felt about this particular Garfield comic strip. Uh, but thanks for talking to us. And uh... oh, yeah, I say the same thing at the end of every episode. I almost forgot what it was. And it's stay hungry. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Hungry Cat Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Send us your Garfield thoughts, drawings, and feedback to HungryCatDaily at gmail.com. And follow us on Instagram at HungryCatDaily or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash HungryCatDaily. And until next time, stay hungry.